Welcome to LenderDoc Unlocked, the podcast that delves into the revolutionary technology behind LenderDoc, the leading provider of online property and casualty insurance policy verification and automated lien holder process management services. Our policy verification as a service platform offers banks, lenders, and financial third parties the ability to digitally verify and correct home and auto policy-related data in real time. Join us as we explore the ins and outs of this game-changing technology and hear from industry experts on how LenderDoc is streamlining and simplifying the insurance verification process for all. Tune in to unlock the future of lien holder automation with LenderDoc. Welcome, everyone. Today, we are back with our guests from LenderDoc's executive team, including Frank Eubank, the CEO, Robin White, head of PMO, and Brandon Rodak, the head of product. We're excited to have them here to discuss another major business challenge and pain point affecting the PNC insurance industry. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks, Glad to be here. Thanks a lot. So today's conversation is centered on a hotly contested debate about whether or not remote employees or work-from-home business culture is truly here to stay and what the real impact for insurance companies is in today's climate. Frank, do you mind if we start with you? Give us your thoughts on the remote worker environment and what it means for the insurance industry. Certainly. Yeah, thanks, Spencer. I think most people's work lives were certainly impacted in some way during the pandemic, which included whether you were required to go to a traditional office or a physical location or not. I think COVID essentially forced the door of remote work options completely wide open for most companies and, and has since then left everyone waiting, await some final verdict, right? Uh, I think for today's discussion, it may be helpful to simply cover the good, the bad, and, and what seems to be a general consensus and trend among insurance carriers throughout the country. So maybe for starters, let's address the good. Number one, I think it's broadening the recruiting talent pool. Uh, if you think about it, remote workers obviously provide companies the opportunity to increase their recruitment radius and their workforce diversity. You know, So a, a recent Forbes article actually quoted, instead of taking the mediocre candidate in your area, you can hire the superstar who lives on the other side of the country. So limiting yourself to hiring within your locality restricts you to just a smaller talent pool. In fact, in that same Forbes article, it also noted that remote policies can contribute significantly to considering a move or a change. So for example, if someone's spouse is, say, offered a job in another state or an employee moves to be closer to family, uh, offering remote employment means that the business will be less likely to lose that employee. Uh, so the, the institutional knowledge can be retained as they are able to still work for the company no matter where they're living or where they're located. I think uh, it, it also decreases employee turnover rates, which is always good for business. You think about high turnover can, I mean, really ruin a business's reputation as an employer, especially uh, if you're in a small or a rural geography, which frankly, a lot of our insurance carriers regionally are. And it, re it replaces employees can cost significantly more money than retaining existing skilled talent. So. Yeah, thanks, Frank. So those are clearly some important benefits that carriers anywhere are most likely taking advantage of right now. Um, however, let's talk about some of the challenges that are remote work environment poses. Uh, Robin, what are your thoughts? From what we've seen, uh, Spencer, clearly the primary or number one concern for companies is productivity. The concerns about remote workers' productivity and focus are common. In fact, according to a survey done by QuickBooks uh, back in January, it reported that uh, three quarters of employers believe that their employees do personal tasks while on the clock. 
Just over half responding employees, sorry, employers believe their employees are highly productive, while the rest believe their employees could be much more productive. However, remote employees responded positively to those same questions with a total uh, surveyed of about 30% stating they only spent about 30 minutes on personal tasks while clocked in. And 96% of employees stating their productivity was above average or at least average. Yeah, Robin. Another challenge we see to hiring remote workers also means that uh, our accounting team or department may face additional hurdles with paying out-of-state employees. With the different federal and state labor laws in place, it can be a challenge and rather overwhelming to try to parse through them all, determining how your your employees should be paid and decide deciding what laws they are subject to. So if employees work in a different state from the business's location, then they are subject to their state's overtime, minimum wage, and other labor laws. Additionally, when running payroll, accountants have to withhold that employee's state taxes, primarily income tax, although some states may also require unemployment tax as well. Yeah, Brandon, those are those are good points to make. I, although on the flip side, you know, often the biggest complaint maybe made by remote workers is the lack of community that they feel within, uh, you know, with, with those in the office, meaning when they're home, they're by themselves, they're a little more isolated. You know, so we're seeing a lot of insurance companies increasingly use the in-office days or a hybrid work schedule to kind of combat the remote worker isolation. Some schedules require employees to come into the office at least say once a week or even three or four times per month which can help them feel more connected with their coworkers and more engaged, uh, especially in collaborative type projects. You know, additionally, co-working spaces are becoming increasingly popular across the country. So while some employees may use these space to travel uh, when they're moving from office to office uh, in an effort to stay connected, others may find this as also increases their opportunities to socialize, right? Face-to-face with others in their community or the industry. So this can create further opportunities for in-person you know, brainstorming, networking, and relationship building. Well, that's fantastic, Frank. I, I think it's also important to note that the company's communication style and method need to be taken into consideration from the beginning to work with remote workforce. Few steps an organization can take to improve their communication process include things like leaders need to be available. They need to focus on they need to focus and be active listeners and provide opportunities for feedback through performance tools and uh, anonymous surveys. Another way they can do that is by uh, having important documents easily accessible so remote employees can access them outside of the office. They need to utilize free or low cost uh, internal communication networks like Slack that can help all employees directly communicate with their coworkers or managers. That's great. Well, thank you all for this discussion today on remote work. And it's certainly an important topic for the insurance industry today, but that's all the time we have. So we want to thank everyone for joining today's episode. And we look forward to future discussions and topics related to the PNC insurance industry. Yeah. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks a lot, Spencer. Thanks for listening to LenderDoc Unlocked, the future of lien holder automation podcast. To learn more about LenderDoc's suite of products and how we can help your business, visit LenderDoc.com. That's L-E-N-D-E-R-D-O-C-K.com.